You're listening to Reimagined Radio. Real talk, real life, real magic. She wanted to have plans with him. He texted her about 11 o'clock, 
And sometimes he would text and ask if he could come over. On this particular Friday, he didn't even ask if he could come over. Sent her a quick text, said goodnight, and told her that he would call her the next day to make plans, which (laughs) he didn't. But he did contact her on Sunday. They talked for a little while. He came over. She made him dinner. They watched TV, football to be specific, and he spent the night. And she was happy that she got to spend some time with him. And Monday morning when she went to work and she was listening to all her coworkers talk about their weekend, they'd gone sailing and hiking and had gone to an art exhibit and done some really cool things. Erin realized that she had sat around all weekend waiting for a man to call. And yeah, she had dinner with him and she watched some football and she got laid. But she still didn't feel good about her life or herself. And she still had a boyfriend, kind of, sort of. She felt really empty and really bored with her life and was trying to figure out where she had gone wrong in this relationship, that he wasn't calling her as often as he used to. He didn't seem as interested in her as he used to be. They were a nice sort of rut. I wouldn't even say a comfortable rut for her. But a rut, they had a groove, but this was not a fulfilling groove for her. And she was spending a lot of time at home alone. Another woman, completely different stage in her life, Casey, been married for six years. She had a beautiful home and a job she liked. And she would find herself in the evening just sitting around watching him buried in his laptop. Rarely looked up. He had a lot of things going on. In fact, the last weekend, he had gone hunting with a bunch of his buddies, and she was really hoping that they'd do something together the next weekend. But she doesn't ask. She didn't want to impose. She sort of assumed that maybe they'd do something as a couple. And occasionally they do. Sometimes they don't. He would just go ahead and kind of do his thing, whether which was, whether it, if it was his, with his friends, excuse me, or puttering around in the garage, I mean, even when they were together, it felt like they weren't really together. So she sits on the couch and she watches him. And he says he's working, but she can clearly see that he's watching videos and reading articles on Facebook. And even though she's sitting next to him right there, almost every evening, she still feels lonely. So she tells him she's going to bed. He tells her he'll be in in a little bit. She takes her time getting ready to crawl into bed. She showers. She brushes her hair. She even puts on a little bit of makeup. She just hopes that he's going to notice her, but he doesn't, really. He crawls into bed two hours later. She barely wakes up. It's kind of the cycle, right? And we know this cycle, like married couples, it's the rut. But it doesn't feel good, and she doesn't feel good about herself. I mean, she doesn't think that he's having an affair. She doesn't think he's flirting with someone online. She just thinks the videos and articles about investing or surfing are more interesting than she is, which is kind of true. And she can't blame him, but she's angry anyway. So a promotion comes available at work, and she's interested in the job. It's kind of her perfect dream job. And she reads the description, and she takes a deep breath, and she closes the email And she kind of tells herself she's probably not quite good enough. She doesn't feel like taking risks, and she decides not to apply. That energy from her relationship bleeds into other areas of her life. Erin and Casey are at really different 
points in their lives, but they have some things in common. They both feel invisible in their relationships. They've been ghosted by partners that haven't actually left. They've both put their lives on hold, hoping a man will give him some attention and entertain them. They're both lonely because they've been on a man who isn't delivering any connection or much of anything else. And you know what? I have done it. I have done it in my dating relationships, and I have been guilty to some degree of doing this on and off here and there in my marriage, where I have kind of given up on my life and the things that make me interesting and the things that interest me in hopes of spending more time with my husband or in hopes that he's going to entertain me or we're going to do something together. doesn't really matter where you're at in relationships. This is a risk, a pitfall that a lot of women have a tendency to fall into. A few days ago, I was talking to a man and he said something really fascinating to me. And I think it's, it's, this is not all that uncommon. We'll call him Scott. Scott's been with his girlfriend for almost a year. And it's getting to that point in time in the relationship where he's kind of thinking, we're either going to take it to the next level, whatever that is, or I need to end this. And frankly, he's thinking about ending it, but he's torn. says he still has feelings for her. And when I asked him why he might want to end it, when he says that he still loves her, he replied, she used to be so interesting. She was the most interesting woman in any room. She always had something going on. We could talk for hours about anything. And in the beginning, I couldn't wait to see her. She wasn't always available. She spent a lot of time with her friends and family. But somewhere along the line, the Friday night, Saturday night date became assumed. She quit going to her yoga class. She quit taking her art lessons. She quit going hiking with her friends. And I feel responsible for her now. I don't like that feeling. We just don't talk like we used to. I hate to say it, but she's boring me. And he was afraid, I think rightfully so, that if she's boring now, she would be boring in the future. When a man says he's bored with a woman, with a woman, women almost he means sexually. And that's almost never the case, at least in the beginning. I mean, it can creep into that territory pretty quickly. But it usually starts with him just being bored with her in general because she's given up everything that made her interesting to clear the decks for him. I have a really close friend who gave up every weekend for almost an entire decade waiting for a phone call that rarely came. And she didn't even notice that she disappeared from her own life. And when that relationship finally ended, it was like no big deal to him and life-alteringly devastating to her. A man will lose interest in a woman who's waiting around. And some might say that has to do with the game, right? The whole game of pursuit. It might seem like it's all about the chase. It's all about that thing that men and women do. But I think it's more fundamental than that. Waiting around is boring. And a woman who's waiting around becomes a boring woman. A woman who puts her life on hold for a man stops being as attractive as she was, and it dims her light. It doesn't matter if she's been dating him for a few weeks or if she's been married for a decade. So if you want him to love you the way he did in the beginning of the relationship, at the beginning when the chemistry was really high and it was intense and it felt like he couldn't get enough of you, be the woman he fell in love with. Or be a 
better, more interesting, exciting version of yourself because you've grown than the woman that you fell in love with. But be a woman who is shining bright because she's interesting and she's doing interesting things in her life. The woman he fell in love with, chances are pretty high that woman had a life. So if you've let yours go to be with him, you might want to backtrack and re-excavate yourself. Become very familiar with what lights you up. And I guarantee he will find you super interesting and attractive again. But not until you are super interesting and attractive to yourself. So if you have any questions at all, you want to get in touch with me, you need some support on this or anything else, you can find me at Lisa M. Hayes. That's Lisa Marie Hayes, LisaMHayes.com. Big love to you. Everyone talks about self-care. No one ever really teaches you how to do it. Love is a verb. If you want to love yourself more, you have to treat yourself like someone who's worthy of love. Behavior first, feelings will follow. The Self-Care Clinic is a free digital course that will teach you to behave your way to self-care and self-love. You will learn a practical, measurable approach to self-care that will save your sanity and might just save your life. Go to www.theselfcareclinic.online. That's www.theselfcareclinic.online. Register for free today. Attraction. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll see you back here next week. For more information, you can find me at lisamhage.com.